0: Abundant Life, please welcome with me our radio listening audience as they join us in progress. Uh, we are the Abundant Life Seventh-day Adventist Church located at 1720 North Jay Street. And we welcome each one of you listening to us today from Radioland. We hope that you are continuing week after week to be blessed by the messages that you are hearing, uh, Christ-centered messages, messages from the Word of God. And we pray that today you will continue to uh, gather your Bibles, pencil, and paper so that you can be studious as we study together from the Word. Uh, we are looking at uh, a lot of events at our church. A lot of things are happening. And if you are interested in keeping abreast of those things, I'm sure a lot of them will be of interest to you. Look at our website at www.abundantlife. Dot you will find a wealth of information there that will guide you. And, and those things that you see that are of interest, please come by and visit with us and participate. Remember all of our messages are on CD, video, audio. Please feel free to partake of those. You may call us at 647-2627. We'd be glad to take care of your needs. Our Message today will be brought to us in two part. We're doing a special gifts seminar today, as it were, and so you will hear two speakers, our senior pastor, Dr. Calvin Rock, and our elder, Elder Brown, Clarence Brown. But before they come to us, we will have our scripture read to us by Sister Betty Morve. after which time, you will be blessed from the throne of grace.
1: Our scripture for today is found in 1 Corinthians 12, verses one through six. 1 Corinthians 12, verses one through six. Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I would not have you ignorant. Ye know that ye were Gentiles, carried away unto these dumb idols, even as ye were led. Wherefore, I give you to understand that no man, speaking by the Spirit of God, calleth Jesus accursed, and that no man can say that Jesus is the Lord, but by the Holy Ghost. Now, there are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit, and there are differences of administrations, but the same Lord, and there are diversities of operations, but it is the same God, Which worketh all in all. May the Lord add a rich blessing to the hearers of his word. Good morning again, church.
2: tomorrow I just leave from day to day I don't borrow from the sunshine for its skies may turn to gray I don't worry We are the future For I know What Jesus said And today I'll walk beside him For he knows What is ahead Anything Stand. but i know who holds tomorrow and i know who holds my hand every step is getting brighter as the golden stairs I climb, every bird is getting lighter, every cloud is silver light. There, the sun is always shining. There no tears will dim the eye And not the ending of the rainbow Where the mountains touch the sky And I know who holds my hand. Amen.
3: Let us pray. Our Father in heaven we thank you for the assurances that we're given in your holy word and all of your promises and we come now claiming the fellowship of the one who holds our hand jesus christ our elder brother and we plead and beg and pray that as we open the word and study together today that something shall happen for each of us that has never happened before or if it's happened it shall be heightened in our awareness of the holy spirit and his gifts and our opportunities to minister for your kingdom in jesus name amen as mentioned today is different it is not just a sermon As usual it is what I might like to term a working sermon something special we'll be working from the rostrum and you'll be doing some work in your pew in just a few moments we have an instrument for you that you can keep and which will be a special blessing for everyone and we're going to do this by first of all introducing some scriptures and i will briefly comment on several appropriate texts and then elder brown one of our nine local elders on behalf of our strategic planning committee that has been very anxious and interested in having the congregation blessed with this study and it is very appropriate will come to us and he in his own way will administer, provide, and share some information. And after that, and we've all had a chance to look at this together, he'll turn it back over to me and we will conclude here from the desk. But let's get right at it by turning to the book of Matthew chapter 25 matthew chapter 25 and there i would like to identify with you a scripture that launches us on our way matthew chapter 25 and we're going to read verses 14 and 15 matthew 25 14 and 15 i hope you're following along at home and that you'll open your bibles with us The word of god reads matthew 25 verses 14 and 15 for the kingdom of heaven is like a man traveling to a far country who called his own servants and delivered his goods to them and to one he gave five talents to another two and to another one to each according to his own ability and immediately he went on a journey now Let's identify the characters here. Number one, verse 14, the kingdom of heaven is the gospel program, the church, if you please, the kingdom of grace in a wider sense to which we all belong, in which we have membership today. And Jesus says, and he's the one giving the parable, that this kingdom of heaven is like a man traveling to a far country. This man who's doing the traveling is Jesus. Jesus came down and parachuted behind the enemy lines and started the kingdom of heaven right here in this world of sin. But he left after he had ministered and been crucified, buried, and resurrected. He left and went back. And Jesus is the man. Who has left the kingdom he established and gone back to a far country, having left the kingdom of grace and gone back to the kingdom of glory. And the Bible continues this man who left called his servants together. We are his servants. And the original says, his slaves. And a slave in Bible days was somebody who was purchased, somebody who was bought like the old slaves in American history, bought and purchased. And we have been bought by the blood of Jesus. He owns us. We are his by the purchase of his blood. And uh, this owner who traveled left with his servants, that's us, goods that he gave to them or delivered to them, the Bible says. Now the goods that were left with the servants in verse 14 represent the work of God that he has left us to do. He left us a program. He left us a a challenge. He left us a work to do. We, his church, have a work to do, and that work is not simply coming to church and being fed and enjoying the fellowship and going home and making a living. We have a work to do to extend his kingdom and verse 15 completes the analogy to one he gave five talents to another two to another one and to each according to his own ability and then he went on his journey now these talents in verse 15 represent certain gifts that god has left with his church these gifts are prophet Ellen White talks about in the book, Christ Object Lessons. And she says the talents, page 326, expanding on the thought, the talents that Christ entrusts to his church, verse 15, represent especially the gifts imparted by The Holy Spirit. So you get the picture. Jesus has left this kingdom of grace. He has taken a far journey to the kingdom of glory. He has given us a work to do and he has given us talents and that's where we're going to focus here now. He's given us talents or gifts with which to do the work. He didn't just leave and say, I've got work for you to do. He left us equipment or talents with which to do that work. Turn now for another scripture to the book of Ephesians. Look at the book of Ephesians chapter 4, and we'll study for a moment verses 7 and 8. Ephesians, Galatians, Ephesians. Ephesians chapter 4, verses 7 and 8 for to each one to how many everybody that means everybody in here everybody who's a member of the kingdom everybody who is jesus slave and servant he gives to each one grace according to the measure of christ's gift therefore he says when he ascended on high he led captivity captive and he gave gifts to men now this leading captivity captive refers to those individuals who rose when Jesus rose they had been buried they were captives of the grave but when Jesus rose the earth opened up their graves cracked open when he died and when he rose they were freed from their tombs and he led captivity captive as an earnest or a down payment on the general resurrection when he comes the second time but meanwhile through his holy spirit he has given gifts or talents to his church the book of acts chapter 2 introduces us to how it was done acts chapter 2 verse 1 now when the day of pentecost had fully come they were all with one accord in one place and suddenly there came a sound as of a rushing mighty wind and it filled the whole house where they were sitting then there appeared to them divided tongues of fire and one sat upon each of them And they were all filled with what, everybody? The Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. And this is the first outpouring of the gifts. This is when it all started. Jesus says, I'm going to a far country. You have a work to do. I'm sending my Holy Spirit He will give gifts or talents to you with which to do the work. And the day of Pentecost was the introduction to that operation. And when those tongues of fire fell and those unlearned, many of them disciples, were blessed to speak in languages they had never studied, it was the introduction, the beginning of spiritual gifts being bestowed upon the Christian church and what are these gifts look at the book of romans the book of romans chapter 12. and here behold we see romans 12 beginning at verse 4 we see some of the gifts at least and they are in other places one of which i will mention in a moment but here in romans chapter 12 verse 4 we leave the idea of the goodman leaving with a work and giving talents with which to do it and we begin to understand what those talents are verse 4 romans 12 for as we have many members in one body but all the members do not have the same function so we being many are one body in christ and individual members of one another having then gifts There it is. Differing according to the grace that is given to us, let us use them. Now, here are some of the gifts at least. If prophecy, let us prophesy in proportion to our faith. And by prophecy, we mean not just telling the future, but proclamation and preaching. Or ministry, and by this, we're talking of service and helps those gifts that we'll Explain more in detail in a moment. Let us use these in our ministering. He who teaches There's another gift in teaching he who exhorts which is counseling in Exhortation he who gives and some people God gives money some people God gives the ability to make money in order that they can give back to his church give with liberality He who leads, those who have the talent for leadership, not just management, is one thing to be a manager and another thing to be a leader. A manager is somebody who just keeps the system going. And you got to have a talent for that because a lot of folks, the system will break down because they don't have any managerial talent. But God says through his Holy Spirit, he gives the gift of managing, keeping things running smoothly. But more than that, or in addition to that, he gives the gift of leadership. You know what leadership is? Leadership is taking you to the next step. You can be a manager and keep it going, or you can be a leader and get out in front and go up and conquer the hill, take over in the battle. Lead, he says, with diligence. And he who shows mercy, ah, mercy is a gift. Some people are more merciful than others. Aren't you glad? Some people are blessed with the gift of mercy. Do your mercy with cheerfulness and the rest of the chapter goes on to expound upon all of that but let's get another chapter that hits it right squarely on the mark and that is first corinthians chapter 12 the very next book first corinthians chapter 12 and i want you to look with me at verse 11 and on, we're talking about the spiritual gifts The Goodman has left. He's gone to a far country. He's left the work to do. He's given talents. We've read some of them. Now let's look at the rest or some of the rest. 1 Corinthians twelve eleven. But one and the same Spirit, that's the Holy Spirit, works in all these things, distributing to each one individually as he wills. So let's answer this question right now. Does everybody have the gift, a gift, yes or no? Yeah, says he distributes to each one. So you've got a gift, at least one. Because Matthew 25, remember where we started? It said he gave five to some people. Some people have more than one gift. They have mercy and management or mercy and prophecy or mercy and leadership or whatever the combination and others may have two or three according to what God wants. It's, it's his distribution. We don't, we, don't, we don't control that. He gives as he wishes and reading on verse 12, for as the body is one and has many members but all the members of that one body being many are one body so also is Christ. And verse 28 and we don't have time to read all of these verses but please study them when you go home it's important that you get all the information we're gonna do what we can here today but I want you to please go home and read Romans 12 and 1st Corinthians 12 and meditate upon it as we administer the gifts he's given us verse 28 finally and God has appointed in the church first Apostles second prophets third teachers after that miracles then gifts of healing helps administrations varieties of tongues are all apostles are all prophets are all teachers are all workers of miracles do all have gifts of healing do all speak with tongues do all interpret but earnestly desire the best gifts so here is a list of some of the gifts we've talked about why these gifts are given and i want to pass something out to you now And that is the list of gifts as coordinated in these chapters that I have introduced, Romans 12 and 1 Corinthians 12. Ushers, help us out, and we'll get these in the hands of everybody very quickly. We have enough for everyone. This little grid is simply a review of what we have read so far, and in order to make sure What we want sister usher head usher is these green ones first so let's get the green ones out you hold the white ones they're coming later everybody will get one of these slips and you will be able to keep that tuck it in your bible take it home and whenever you think about gifts this is it now there are 18 gifts on this page and uh, you have one or more of them. We see on this list that there is the gift of tongues, the gift of interpreting, and those are not gifts that we're going to deal with today, and I'll tell you why. And also the gift of apostleship. It is widely believed by our church theologians, and Bible scholars that the apostleship was a special gift that involved the early apostles and that everybody is an apostle. So we're not going to go through that individually. As far as speaking in tongues is concerned, we believe it is still with us. People do speak in tongues and that is a gift. However, that gift is not in the same proportion today as it was in Jesus' day because in Jesus' day they didn't have schools teaching languages and so forth, and we sometimes get that confused, and there are those who would make the gift of tongues a sign of the Holy Spirit. We don't believe that. We believe that the gift of tongues is with us, and I know some people with that gift. But let's put a little bracket there And we're not going to try to ask you to identify that or interpreting today. But there are other gifts, and you have one or more. And I'm going to ask Elder Brown if you come before us now and take us to the next step with identifying and coordinating the gifts that God has given us for which to do his work. Let's give Elder Brown a hearty amen. And we're ready for him to take us to the next level.
4: All right, we're going to do some work and we're going to go to the PowerPoint and I'll also ask the ushers as soon as you're finished giving out the green surveys if you would do the white sheets that you have. Let me ask you a question: Which is the best gift for you to have? Who said that? All right. The gift that God gave you is the best gift for you to have. Can I get an amen? Mm-hmm. Now, there is no hierarchy of gifts, as we get ready to do the survey. What that means is that there are no gifts that are better than other gifts. Amen? God gives you the gift that he wants you to have and wants you to give back to him. Also, Pastor already said that there, they can be a mixture of gifts. So, for example, you may have a teacher who also has the gift of knowledge. Right? You may have a teacher who has the gift of wisdom two different teachers right and will produce two different set of results but two important teachers and if you have to follow a leader you hope the leader has the gift of mercy also right okay um, let me just explain what we're gonna do today as you can see the text has first Peter 4 10 and 11 says that each one has received a special gift Employ it in serving one another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. Let's go to the next slide. The survey that we will be completing, I think I'm going to pause for a minute to be sure that you have it in your hands. We also have pencils. Ushers, would you ensure that anybody who needs a pencil has a pencil? So please, if you need a pencil, just raise your hands and the usher should have pencils. And I'm going to start this session with a prayer because the enemy, I'm sure, is a little concerned about what is getting ready to happen right now. And I want to be sure that the Lord keeps him from getting in our midst today. Usher, is there some folks up front who need pencils? Okay, if you do not have a survey, and you still need a survey, would you please raise your hands? Some surveys needed here, please. Surveys. Brother Molina, some surveys needed right up front here.
3: Our radio audience we want you to know that what we're now doing is a gift survey we have an instrument that we're giving to those here in our sanctuary and we're sorry you're not here to take your gifts accounting but nevertheless right in your home as you listen to brother Brown explain this you might keep your Bible open to Romans chapter 12 and first Corinthians 12 And you can answer the questions, if you get out a piece of paper and a pencil, you can answer the questions right where you are, and I think it would be educational.
4: Anyone still need a a survey, spiritual gift inventory? Okay, anyone needs a pencil? All right, looks like we're ready to go. Let us bow our heads for a word of prayer. Father, we pray, Lord, that as we administer the survey today, You'll give us clear thinking, clear motivation, and Lord, that you will remove any confusion so that we'll be clear and we'll have a sense of oneness, and we will be efficient and effective as we work today. In Jesus' name, amen. The spiritual gift survey that you have in your hands possession right now, it's two pages. One page is the actual survey or inventory of your gifts, and the second page is how we score your gifts. So... Just from a direction standpoint, you will find that each of the uh, questions, there are actually four different sets of questions. Each of the questions will start with a statement and each question will require that you score it as one, never, two, sometimes, three, often, uh, uh, the actual number three, a lot, right? So zero if it's never, one if it's sometimes, two if it's often, and three if it's a lot. For example, one of the questions will be, I feel close to God when I pray. If the answer to that is, often you will score that as number two for often. Everybody with me? Okay, let's go to the next slide. And here are examples of the questions. I am not gonna read all the questions for you. I will just ensure that you understand. So this first section starts as, I have volunteered to, One, to do menial projects that need to be done. If the answer is never, it's zero. If it's um, often or a lot, then it's three, right? So you will score that accordingly. I want to point your attention. Do you notice also that there is a number in parenthesis after that sentence? That number in parenthesis will be important. So please note that as, as we go to scoring, you'll see how that's in, why that's important. Let's go to the next slide. Here's another set of questions that you'll go through. People ask me to tell them if a teaching is false. Again, you'll score that. Let's go to the next slide. Next set of questions. In my church, I am burdened to, and you will fill those questions out. Next slide. I feel God is leading me to, and you will respond to those questions. And you notice the parentheses behind the questions. Next slide, please. Then, once you are finished, and different ones will finish at different times, right? Some will finish ahead. When you are finished, I want you to pay attention to how we would score the um, the question, the, the uh, survey. Uh, we're missing some things because of the bottom, but when, when you are finished, you will find that there is an example. Let's go to let's go to the uh, Let's go to the next sheet, please, the next slide. You will see that there is a box that said administration. Are you with me? And in the box that says administration, there is a number one for administration. If you look on the first sheet of your, of, of the survey, you will see that in each, each, each of the different categories of questions, there is one that has number one in parenthesis at the end of the sentence. Do you see that? So example for example, I have volunteered, you see, see the one that has number one in parenthesis is organize tasks in order to reach a goal. You will see in the next set of questions that there's also number one that says create strategies to reach a goal. Are you following me? What I want you to do when you're finished with the survey is to take all of the questions that has a one, or all of the items that have a one at the end of it and put your score in the box that says administration okay and when you completed that then I want you to total them so let's go ahead and get to work and I'll come back and answer questions for you what I want you to do now is to begin to answer the questions and the survey with the score that you think um, is appropriate for you so let's go back if you would go back to the um, first question first survey question please let's go backwards keep going Great, right there. I have my Sabbath school class. What are the members of my Sabbath school class? Good, who have taken the survey already and I'm gonna ask them to come out in the aisle and they will be available to help answer questions if you have questions. So come on you class,
3: let's move quickly. For our radio audience, there are gonna be little breaks here And we want you to understand that our attempt here is to have those seated in the congregation fill out forms that have to do with their spiritual gifts. And uh, this is a working sermon. We want to thank you for listening in today. We hope that You will be with us on next Sabbath when we have Family Day here at the Abundant Life Seventh day Adventist Church. Be sure to hear our speaker, Dr. Richardson of Nashville, Tennessee, as we celebrate the Christian home. But for now, this is the Abundant Life Seventh day Adventist Church signing off. Pastor Calvin Rock and. Pastor Donovan Washington, our youth pastor, and of course, Pastor James Haynes, all of whom wish you well. Have a good week. Thank you for listening, and God bless.